Hi, I'm Daniel Foley from the Mental Life Training Center, and welcome to our daily community meditation, where we're talking about today how in 2 Chronicles chapter 32, it says that God left King Hezekiah to test him. And I was just thinking about this verse. So in, in that verse, it says the following. It says, when envoys were sent by the rulers of Babylon to ask Hezekiah about the miraculous sign that had occurred in the land. And I was talking about how Hezekiah was healed of his sickness. He's given 15 more years to live. It says, when these envoys from Babylon came, God left him to test him and to know everything that was in his heart. And I was just thinking about this verse. Wait a minute, God left him? In Deuteronomy, Joshua, Hebrews chapter 13, it says the following, I will never leave you nor forsake you. And that same word for left is the same word for leave here in the original Hebrew language. God promised he would never do that. It says God left him to test him and to know everything that was in Hezekiah's heart. And that got me thinking. I started praying to God, what's going on here? Why did you leave him to test him? Why did you do that? And about 24 hours later, probably less than that, I prayed that a couple nights ago. And then a couple, I think it was the day after, I was listening to some things and a guy was talking about how when he was a fighter pilot in the military, he would have his teacher, his trainer with him. He's in, he's in training. He's learned how to fly fighter jets. That every time he was getting ready to go to the next level, his teacher would leave him and he would have to fly the flight solo. He would have to fly it on his own to prove that he was ready. That was the test to go to the next level. And so I think in a similar way, this is what happens. You know, the Bible, one of the themes in the Bible is that God examines us. He tests us. He examines our hearts. He examines our mind. First Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 4, it says, On the contrary, we speak as those approved by God to be entrusted with the gospel. We're not trying to please people, but God who tests our hearts. And so we see in this, he's leaving, but he's not really leaving. He's still there. His presence is still there. He's just giving us an opportunity to see what we can do. I think about this when I'm uh, teaching my kids how to ride a bike. I'm Usually when we get started, I'm running along with them, holding the handlebars or the back of the seat, making sure that they're safe. And then I gradually start to remove my hand off of it to see if they can do it on their own. I want to get them to this place where they are self-sufficient. Now, in our case, it's not self-sufficiency. It's learning how to rely on that power of God within us. Learning how to trust in him. that He's there, even though we can't see him, even though we can't feel his hand with us. He's there. And I think every time we get ready to go to the next level, we get these little tests, these little opportunities to prove that we're ready. We're going to take communion over this, just asking God to give us increased revelation and insight into this and help us to, to walk in this the way that he intended us to. But let's get started with our daily prayer, and then we'll get into our time of communion after that. Heavenly Father, I pray for everybody who's watching or listening, their families, their friends, everybody connected to them, and all of our church and governmental leaders. And I thank you for releasing us from darkness and transferring us into the light. 
into the kingdom of Jesus. I thank you for your purpose and grace given to us in Christ Jesus before time ever began. And that Jesus was struck down, he was smitten, bruised and pierced and crushed and destroyed. Also that you could be on our side, that you could be fighting for us. And I keep asking that you, the Father of glory, would give us the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that we would know you more and more. That the eyes of our hearts would be enlightened to know the hope to which you've called us and the riches of your glorious inheritance that is in us and the immeasurable greatness of your power to us who believe. The same power that you exercised in Christ when you raised him from the dead and you seated him at your right hand in heavenly places, far above all rule and authority and power and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in the one to come. And you put all things under his feet and made him to be the head of the body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. And Father, I ask you to bless us. And to make your face shine upon us, let us find grace and favor in your eyes. Expand our borders and our territory. Expand our capacity to receive everything you've given us in Christ. And to let it flow through us so that we do good and are a blessing to people all over the world. Send us opportunities to do good and be a blessing today. And help us make the most of those opportunities. Keep your hand on us and help us do today what's right and best in your eyes. And do it with peace and joy and confidence in you. And we ask you to stretch out your hand to heal and do signs and wonders and keep us from evil and pain. Through the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Say, Father, we're asking for your help today. Give us insight and revelation into what's going on here, how you left Hezekiah to test him and to know what was in our, in his heart. Help us to understand what this means for us today. Help us to understand the purpose of our hearts being tested, our faith being tested, so that it can be proved to be more genuine than gold. Help us to understand this process and what you're up to, and help us to pass the test, to come out at the new levels that you have for us, Lord, every time. You think about it, when you're in school and you've studied, you've prepared, you know you're ready for a test, you're actually excited for it. You're excited to get it done. You're excited to move on to the next things because you've prepared. And so, Father, we thank you for this bread. And on the night Jesus was betrayed, he took the bread and said, this is my body broken for you. Do this in your remembrance of me. Father, you laid upon Jesus the punishment that we deserved. And by his stripes, you've been healed. He was crushed and destroyed by you, smitten by you. So that we could be right and holy and perfect in your sight. All through his one sacrifice. And you raised him up from the dead. You seated him at your right hand. And you raised us up together with him and made us sit together with him. And we get this opportunity today to remember we've been made one with you through the sacrifice of Jesus. 
Let's just take a moment to remember our fundamentals. We've been connected to God. We've got access to this unlimited, inexhaustible supply of everything God has. His love, His peace, His joy, His energy, His kindness, His goodness, His patience, His health, His finances, everything He's got, His presence. And we get to walk in the light with Him today. And the shortcut to walking in the light is to stay positioned in gratitude and praise. Filling up the basket of praise, praising God for who he is and all the promises that we have in Christ. And then we got to stay tuned into him. We got to follow his leading. We got to be led by the Spirit and then take action. Do those things that we know to do and do them with a good attitude. Do them with peace and joy and confidence in God, confidence in that strength and might and power that he put within you. And so, Father, I thank you for this bread. And ask you to bless it in Jesus' name. Let's go ahead and take our bread. Then after supper, Jesus took the cup. And he said, this is the cup of the new covenant. In my blood, poured out for the forgiveness of sins for many. And it's the forgiveness of sins that released us from darkness and transferred us into the light. We get to have this covenant relationship with you, Father. But we do have a part to play. Giving ourselves and other people the same grace and love and forgiveness that you've given us. And so let's put that into practice. If we mess up, we miss it in some way. Let's forgive ourselves. Give ourselves grace. Take the pressure off yourself. And then let that flow through you to other people. Forgive. Walk in love. Give other people that same grace God has given you. And as you do that, his grace just powerfully works through you. Beautifully and effortlessly. And so, Father, I thank you for this cup. And ask you to bless it in Jesus' name. Let's go ahead and take our juice. All right, so normally after our time of communion, we talk about some health and fitness tips because I think physical exercise is meant to teach us how to exercise our faith. Now, something I've been doing recently is working extra on my mobility. We talk a lot about restoring our ability to move like little kids. Little kids have the secret. Well, in my book, Cracking Heaven's Code, we talk about how increasing mobility is on the coding that increases light in our body. Increases light energy. Think of fire in the body. Well, something I've noticed is I've been doing more and more mobility work, and I can see my mobility increasing. The light in my body is increasing. One of the things I'm noticing is my metabolism seems to be increasing. It's like I can eat more and more food, but my weight is staying the same or going down. The more I work on my, mobi my mobility, it seems to increase metabolism. But I hope this went up for free today. If you'd like to be a part of what we're doing in the Abundant Life Blueprint, you can go to the Abundant Life Training Center.com.